you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. And uh, Buck, man, it's great to see you. We got a chance to, to get away with the family a little bit and, uh, and getting plugged back in. And it's almost go time, man. How you doing? Man, I'm great. I'm great, DJ. Uh, happy Fourth of July, even though it's already passed. But I think the Fourth of July signals a big holiday for footballers because it's the final term before we get into training camp. It's the last time for everyone to decompress and get away. And it's the ramp up to the season being able to start. Training camp starts at the end of July. As you know, once it kicks off, man, we don't stop until, what, the middle of February, not even then. So it's an exciting time because we know that football is on the horizon. And no doubt. And we've got a fun show uh, for you today. We're going to dive into a bunch of different topics. Uh, some big news on the scouting front, some kind of some breaking news that will have an impact on uh, personnel departments. So we want to talk about that that just came down. Um, we want to touch on, uh, Bucky, with your experience at the Elite 11, just coming off that, where you had some of the top quarterbacks or all the top quarterbacks in high school football uh, joined by some of the top college quarterbacks. So we're going to get your ex- experience uh, and thoughts on that event. I uh, want to do a little crossover conversation, something we've both been digging in on from another sport that carries over to football. And then uh, we're going to start digging in and getting ready for training camp with some NFC 
position battles that we're looking forward to, specifically three quarterback competitions, and kind of uh, shape those up for everybody to see what that's going to look like. But uh, as we jump in here, uh, Buck, East-West Shrine game, which has been in Tampa, in Tampa-St. Pete area for a long time, used to be in San Francisco, right? It was in the Bay Area for a little bit for a minute then it was in florida for a very long time and now it just came out just got announced it's going to be the same week as the pro bowl and the game is going to be thursday night and it's going to take place in las vegas nevada in the raiders new stadium which uh, gets us to some interesting points with some juggling taking place because the senior bowl is two days after the east west shrine game yeah no it's uh it's gonna take quite a bit of juggling <laughs> it's a lot of stuff going on at one time I think it's great for the East-West Shrine just because it gives them an opportunity to be center stage. On a Thursday night, everyone is going to be looking for stuff to watch because it's that break between um, the the week of the Super Bowl. And so it gives you an opportunity to really put more eyes on the prospects at the East-West Shrine game. You and I have done this for years in terms of being on the field, seeing these guys practice or whatever. It certainly would be a challenge when you have the Senior Bowl and all that kind of going. But, hey, DJ, this is what we do. This is the life we chose, so we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's interesting to see when the NFLPA game, when that's going to fall um, and how that is all going to work out. But a lot of the decision makers like to go spend, you know, a couple days at each of these games if they can. But really, the, the East-West Shrine game, you like to get at least a couple days of practice there because traditionally that's, you know, that's your fourth, fifth round type game. You mm-hmm. get some some good mid-round players in there. Um, and then the senior bowl is, is kind of the top of the top. And that's where you get the premier guys that are going to play at an all-star game. So to have to split your time, uh, will be interesting to see how that all gets figured out. I mean, you, you know how it goes. Like, uh, in the past when those dates have been close together, like teams would split their staff. Um, normally your decision makers would kind of split in a half, half of you guys would go to the East West Shrine game, didn't make their way to the senior bowl. I do believe it's going to be a challenge because, you know, the, the work at both games, but particularly at the Senior Bowl, happens earlier in the week. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday are the heavy work days on the practice field. You have a walkthrough on uh, Thursday, Friday, and so it, it's different. With the East-West Shrine playing a game on Thursday, maybe their schedule is a little amended, so maybe they do their early work Sunday, Monday, maybe Tuesday, so you can get out and get to the Senior Bowl, but... It's nice that NFL Network has both games, and so we're just going to see how it plays out. I'm really interested to see if the Rams' uh, kind of new way of, of scouting that they've kind of jumped in with both feet. Obviously, everybody knows about them trading first-round picks, but there was an article in The Athletic, we've discussed it on here before, about how they they don't value the in-person stuff as much. They're going to be more tape-driven and data-driven uh, based off the numbers than necessarily going and being around these kids. Pro days, combine, all-star games, they, they've backed way off that. Now, I'll, I'll be interested to see if other teams will take that approach to some of these all-star games where maybe they don't send a full staff. Maybe it's just a couple guys, um, and, and maybe it is more so relying on the, the practice video that you're going to get. Um, if you send a couple people there just to do interviews, you could just tape the interviews and everybody could could watch those on video or you could stream them live, I guess, if you'd like to. But I'd be curious to see if we see some of the impact of of the pandemic and teams getting more comfortable doing things over Zoom and doing things from distance. If we don't maybe see that large turnout that we're used to seeing at these games. Yeah, no, nah, DJ, I, I do wonder how, how it would change the dynamic. I do believe video is is really critical. The Senior Bowl has done a great job of being up on it. 
when it comes to the video analysis. And we'll see, hopefully we can get the East-West Shrine up to par because if that video can be circulated to all the teams, it would prevent the need uh, from teams having to have their scouts physically in the building to see some of these workouts. Yes, we've always gotten the video from the games, but man, if we can get some of the practices, the one-on-ones, the 907, some of the 11-on-11 team drills, that will certainly help us uh, continue to make those evaluations because all-star evaluations are drastically different than the evaluations that we make during the fall. But we certainly like to have that piece to the puzzle when it comes to doing the full evaluation. Yeah, no, it's, it's again, a little bit of a shift here and what's taking place in, in scouting. And we'll see, you know, if that if some of those things carry over. I mean, another a longer discussion we can have on another day will be uh, I'll be interested to see how many times, you know, we used to have to go out to our A schools when we were scouting. You have to go out and hit those A schools two or three times. I wonder now if maybe even that's limited where you say, OK, hey, just get in there one time, get the information you can do the other conversations with coaches and, and liaisons at the school over Zoom. There's no reason for you to drive you know, all over God's green earth to go back in there a second or third time when you have all the game tape to be able to watch uh, from your house. And you can do a follow-up visit with the coach over a Zoom or you know, uh, over a phone call. Yeah, you know, DJ, that's one of the, um, I, w- I guess, the changes that we might see from the COVID situation. Uh, Last year, guys had to do everything pretty much virtual. They had to do it from the house. They had to study the tape. They had to put themselves on a schedule um, and, and show some, some discipline in terms of being able to do it that way without being able to go physically talk to administrators, coaches, and those people on campus to get the background info. Now, if you make one visit, I don't know if it's really necessary to go back because I remember back in the day, DJ, the second time that we would go through, we were touching on there's a lot of it was just a hey, go through, do the tape work or whatever. That's why the grind was so important early in the process. Get in there mm. in August or whatever, get all that background stuff done. So now the second and third time through was pretty light work. You're just catching up on the most recent games. You're checking with the trainer. You can't do that anymore, but you're trying to get the latest injury information and that stuff. And then away you go. Um, it certainly would change. I, I have to think the, the process and talking to scouts, they, they've talked about the changes. And I think from an economical and maybe a work-life balance standpoint, you can change the way that you go about doing business and still get the work done. No doubt. Um, I, I want to hit on quick here your experience at the Elite 11. After a year where we didn't really have it in person, uh, what was the experience like to be back this year? And, and tell me a little bit about the group. I know this is several years before we have to worry about these names, but we do this every year and you bring up names that end up being the Trevor Lawrence's and the Justin Fields and the Kyler Murray's. Uh, you kind of alert us to these guys during the high school years. Yeah. Now once look, the elite 11 event is great. Like it's a great event. Um, and it's so great because you get a chance to see all the names to who's who and the what's what guys that you read about and heard about the first part that you have to touch on the college counselors coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler, uh, DTR coming over from um, UCLA. UCLA. Like being able to see those guys throw it, DJ, it's amazing how much they improve in their two, three, four years in college. Malik Willis was a guy who wasn't really on the radar. And so from a physical standpoint, just seeing him and like being able to put the physical evaluation with the tape evaluation and just from a physical standpoint, just so impressive. Sam Howell, who I thought we've touched on and we'll touch on it in later episodes. I think, man, you really 
described him perfectly when you did the Baker Mayfield comparison. He's built in that vein, and man, he spins it so effortlessly and easy when it comes to putting the ball in the strike zone, in rhythm. And then Spencer Rattler is one of the more talented guys that we're going to see. Like, he's super talented, big-time arm talent, uh, has a level of confidence that he just kind of oozes when he walks in the building. And so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to see these guys. But I would say the high schoolers, hey, man, the, the MVP, K. Kublik, Kublik going to Clemson, he mm-hmm. is the real deal, DJ. And I think the how thing big is, is how big is he? What, tell me about what he looks like. Look, man, he's six to 186 pounds, but he won everything. DJ, when I tell you everything, the accuracy, throwing the ball down the field, like he has all of it. And the thing that I think about him is he is the major league pitcher who can hit you with anything that you want. If you need to come with power and fastballs, he can do it. If you want to go all speed and throw change ups and sliders, he can do that. He does a great job of putting the ball wherever it needs to be thrown. Really, really, really good. Uh, Devin Brown, who's committed to USC right now, was also like a top performer. Did a really good job of just kind of taking what the defense gave him. You can see the arm talent. I like the leadership ability that he displayed throughout it. And then I think the surprise is like Walker Howard. And I know he's a five-star commute, five-star recruit coming out of Lafayette, Louisiana, 6'1", 195 pounds, but man, he just... Where's he going? Look, right now, he is committed to LSU, and he would give them something that I would say maybe they hadn't. He's just a great player. You know who was really disappointed? The guy who everybody talked about. The mullet? Hey, he was on my team, DJ. Clint Ewers. I'll say this. He's talented, but he's maybe too casual for my taste. Like a little too cool for school when it comes to doing everything. And where a lot of these guys took the event as an opportunity to show and prove people why they were ranked or why they received as many stars that they've received. He was kind of like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'm just go out here and do the thing. And so it it just wasn't a great thing. I will say this, though. He's super talented. He can throw it. He can do all the Pat Mahomes stuff that you want to see. I would just say Mm -hmm. maybe... He didn't pour his heart and soul into it throughout the course of the week because I would think that you would you would get a better product because I would say you could argue that he was more talented than some of the guys that finished ahead of him, but mm-hmm. we'll see. You never know. You never know the motivation behind behind these things. But I thought I would see more from him than I saw. All right, give me one or two high school names, non-quarterbacks. I know there are all the seven-on-seven stuff there because you've always identified a couple of those guys. Um, that end up going on to be big time dudes. I want to say you might even was it Jerry Judy? I think you were on him uh, from yeah. from from this event a, a few years back. But anybody stand out to you? Well, I would say this. I would say arguably the most impressive linebacker that I saw was C.J. Hicks, who was going to Ohio State. He was on my team, okay. but man, DJ, like these new school linebackers that are playing in high school now, man, they are super athletic, great instincts, and they all have the ability to be able to play. The pass, C.J. Hicks was phenomenal. And he's a guy who told me he hadn't played much 707 because in the state of Ohio, they can't, they can't play. Um, and so he was really impressive. I would say uh, McCullough because there's two McCullough guys, um, son of the former 
USC running backs coach. Oh, Sol- Sultan McCullough? Not Sultan. Uh, oh, oh, no, Dylan Dylan McCullough. Dylan McCullough. Yeah. His two yeah, sons. Yeah. He's in Indiana now. Yeah. Right, but his oldest son that plays linebacker, DJ, he is exactly what you want, man. He's about 6'3". He has super long arms. I mean, he just covers ground. You put him in like a Tampa 2-style defense or a zone defense, he is going to be a problem because he's able to close windows. Um, there are plenty of defensive backs. You know, we're so fast and furious and everyone was all over. I will say this. They did it differently because it was like 80 of the guys and they had to pay their own way. But the talent is tremendous. And there are a lot of underclassmen that we have to keep up mm. with going forward. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Nice. Well, I'm excited, man. It's fun to get an eye on those kids like you do early on in the process. 
uh, let us know what's coming down the pipeline here. Uh, all right, I want to get over to a little bit of a baseball crossover uh, discussion, and I want to get to what you had uh, had read about Joe Madden and some of the things you took away from that. But I want to start off, and we haven't talked about this, but this is something I'm I'm kind of been working on a project with this, uh, with our buddy Bill Smith on who does a lot of the research projects. Who's great. Um, but I was talking with a baseball executive and he brought up, or I, I actually sent him a text message about a player. Uh, I mean, I can be honest about it because it's it Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham for the Padres started off the first month to the six weeks of the season was bad. Like just not hitting, just it, it was bad. And then, you know, they just were like, oh, just be patient with him. And then all of a sudden, you know, he just turned it on and he's he's put together a really, really good season. So I was just texting with him and I just said, you know, the uh, it's so fascinating to me how patient you can be in baseball, whereas in football, if a guy has six weeks, I mean, that's a huge chunk of the season, man. It's a third of the season. Uh, so you can't, you know, you, you have to move off of those decisions. I said, it's just interesting that the different evaluations you have to make in terms of sample size um, versus football. And maybe it got me thinking, maybe we give up on some of these players prematurely that we don't give them enough time to, to let them work through some things, you know. And uh, he brought up a great point about even in baseball, they have issues because if you think about it, relievers and starters both will get judged on an annual basis, even though a starter might throw 200 innings and a reliever might throw 35 innings. So there is some value to be had because people, they, they kind of make a, a – a determination prematurely on relievers after maybe two or three years, what might take four or five years before you know exactly what that guy is. So I, I think there's, there's something to be done there with sample size with players. And it got me thinking with the NFL and you think about examples like offensive linemen, the five best play, right? So if everything goes perfect, you trot the same five guys out there the whole time, your backups wouldn't play. So there might be some offensive linemen that are swing guys um, on good teams that maybe don't play a lot on their first contract, maybe those are kind of, you know, maybe roll the dice on some of those type guys when you get to the second contract. No, it, you know, I, I, I think it's funny what you talk about sample size, and it actually dovetails into some of the stuff that I heard and read from Joe Madden when I was digging into his success over the years. And so you talk about the patience and understanding. DJ, I do believe that there needs to be more patience in the National Football League. And I think that patience has to be demonstrated by not only scouts, but by coaches. And I think what you're talking about, is I think your personnel staff and your coaching staff has to be in lockstep. But the only way it can be in lockstep, it has to be an ownership decision that we're going to build it and build it the right way. For example, if we're going to be a homegrown team where we really believe in draft and develop, where we have to play the young guys enough so they actually can develop. And so if we're going to do that, then you need to find a way to allow those guys to play through their mistakes, to have a level of fearlessness that they don't fear making a mistake because it's going to lead to them coming out. I think that's the one thing that I took from Joe Madden and reading his stuff is, hey, man, you got to let your best players play through their stuff. And you don't want to, he said this, I don't want to interfere with their genius and their greatness. My job is to step out the way, let them learn how to figure it out give them some tools, but let them figure out which tools to use in those situations. And so what I'm hearing from you when you talk about uh, the young guys in baseball with the general manager that you spoke to, it's kind of the same. Hey, let's give these guys an opportunity to work through some of these rough moments 
before we make these decisions. And it really reminds me on the conversation that people are having over Tua Tungavailoa. Like Tua Tungavailoa plays half the season and we're making these sweeping judgments. Oh, he can, he can't play based off this small sample size. I think what we have to do is fully let people play it out before we make these hard determinations on whether guys can play or not. Well, this is the other thing that that was brought up in this conversation. We're talking about sample size. Um, we were talking about a player that had developed and was kind of a late bloomer. And he said, I'd never heard this phrase before in baseball, but he said, oh, yeah, that's different. It's a cold weather high school kid. Like the longest the longest development track is for not just a high school player, but a cold weather high school player. Because if you think about it, you grow up in California, Texas, Florida, you're, you're not only playing baseball year round, you're playing against really good competition. You grow up in Minnesota and you're not able to play year round. You're in a cage, maybe doing some things that way. Maybe you go to a tournament here or there, um, but you're not playing year round. And even when you're playing in your season in your, in the spring, you're not playing against the best competition. Um, that those guys are playing against. So in other words, you need to you need to have more patience with that type of a player and not and not, you know, throw them away too soon. And it even got me thinking and, you know, look, I know Carson Wentz has been in the NFL for a while, but he's missed time with injury. He played at a lower level um, at, at North Dakota State, even though it's the best of the best of that level. So it almost almost leaves you wondering kind of like, is there maybe even as old as he is, as many games, is there even still, can he get better? Like, is there, are, are we, maybe is there more room for him? I, I don't know. It just got me thinking about guys like that. Yeah, I absolutely believe that that is the case. And, you know, quarterbacks are harshly judged. I think when you do take in all the things, the factors that you mentioned with Carson Wentz, I believe it's something that probably needs to be inserted in the conversation a little more. Now, it always gets clouded because, he got the big contract. He was considered a franchise quarterback. He was considered uh, a front runner to be an MVP when he played at his best. And so it's hard to give him that. But DJ, I believe when you go back and Carson Wentz in particular, I went back and I looked at how he played at North Dakota State. At his best, he threw the ball between 24 and 29 times. Then when you talk about the amount of passes that he had at North Dakota State, how they played, how they operated, Um, He was only a two-year starter there. He then goes to Philadelphia. You talk about the injuries and how that kind of kept him in and out the lineup at times and how he's kind of working through those things. He really is, and I would say he's an experienced player, but he's certainly not as experienced as the age on his trading card would suggest. And so maybe we should exhibit a little more patience with him as he continues to develop and kind of find the groove or the sweet spots to his game. Yeah, and, and maybe even he's not the the perfect example. There's other guys though that you think about that just there's still more more growth. Let's throw up Sam Donald. All right. Yeah. Let, let's throw up Sam Donald in this evaluation. Because Sam Donald started how many years at USC? Two. Yep. I think he was a two year starter. Really, one and a half. Yeah. Okay. So a, a one point five year starter at USC. He goes to New York. We can talk about the dysfunction and the changing parts around him. Um, how experienced is he really? If you go back to high school, how many years did he really play in high school? One, maybe two. I know he was an outside linebacker the first year or so at San Clemente. So you're really talking about, about a guy who hasn't played a lot. And most guys, uh, I would say, 
aren't necessarily afforded the opportunity in the National Football League to really grow and develop in that position. And I think it's one of those things where the league has just changed, where you would see a guy like Steve Young, who it took a long time for him to pop in the National Football League, but he eventually did and became a Hall of Famer. We don't use those same kind of standards and developmental processes to allow our young quarterbacks and young players to fully develop. Yeah, I think to me, it, it probably comes down to, do you have the talent? And we've talked about this before, but do you have the talent and the makeup? If you've got the talent and the makeup, then maybe let's exercise a little more patience here that, that this guy is going to eventually figure it out. But I, I think there's a way, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way where you can almost kind of come up with a number you know, and, and it would probably be different depending on the level that you came out of college. But the number of snaps where you feel like, OK, this is a it's not an exact number, but this is, you know, we talked about with quarterbacks before, you know, a certain number of starts where we say 40 starts or something. Where we <laughs> No, it's funny. So it's, it's weird. It's weird because like the general rule in the National Football League, it takes about three years to figure out if a guy can play or not. Right. Mm -hmm. But yet when we talk about quarterbacks, the number that's been frequently thrown out has been 30 to 32 starts. I remember Brian Billick saying that. I know a lot of coaches subscribe to that, but that's really only two, four years. That's a low. That's starts. a low number. That's a low. That's too low. That, for me. Right. That that's a low number. And so 40 starts to me is probably a more realistic deal because that's two and a half year, two and a half years of games under your belt. Right. Two and a half starts. You know uh, what else? You know what else I would add, though. I think we might even be looking at it wrong from starts. I think it should be like if you're talking about quarterbacks. To me, it's pass attempts. Mm. Like because it, I don't care if you go out there and throw the ball twelve times and hand the ball off on a really good team. Like you're not developing. You know, I don't know what you are. I don't. You haven't been given the keys to the car yet. So. To me, it's almost like the number of pass attempts or if it's an offensive lineman, it's snaps because he might say, oh, he played in 57 games. Well, yeah, it's in, in 15 of those games, he, he sprinkled in and played 15 snaps. Like to me, it's like you, you can be a little bit more exact with that. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because it is about repetitions. That's everything. Um, and so I was looking at something like Tony LaRusso has the Chicago White Sox like balling out. And uh, in reading stuff, they talk about what has been the biggest difference. And his thing has always been fundamentals. And look, repetitions lead to skills. Skills lead to expertise. And so if mm -hmm. you talk about it just like that, DJ, you want to get your guys the most snaps because every snap allows you to have an experience that goes into the mental bank. Right. And as you begin to build those things and develop those skills, you then to begin to develop the confidence to play it your max potential. And so if we think about all players, they all need reps. When can we give those guys reps? The teams that have been the most successful, if we go back to looking at how the Seattle Seahawks had that run with all the undrafted and young players, they put them on the field and they let them play through it. And they had a front office and coaching staff that was in lockstep when it came to developing the players. I think everybody has to be in alignment to be able to do what it is that you and I are talking about being able to do. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. No doubt. Um, all right, well, that's a, it's, a, it's a fun discussion and a fun topic. We can revisit it another time as well as we kind of learn more about it and come up with a plan there. Um, but I do want to, before we get out of here, hit on some position battles because uh, as we're getting ready to march towards training camp, which I don't want to give away the, the secrets, but I think we are, I think the network's going to go strong on, uh, on training camp this year. So you're going to have all your training camp needs covered uh, on NFL Network as we kind of uh, enjoy the fact that we're opened up and uh, things are getting back to normal here. So uh, position battles, three position battles in the NFC I wanted to focus on, and they all happen to be quarterback battles. Uh, let's start first with Chicago Bears. Um, Nick Foles is still there. I don't, man, I, I wouldn't imagine that uh, he'll get traded here at some point in time, I would guess. Um, but obviously it comes down to Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, and it looks like Andy Dalton has the, uh, has been given the go-ahead, at least thus far, uh, from Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean, like the way that all the, the, the noise coming out of Chicago is that this is going to be a situation where when Justin Fields is ready, they would give him an opportunity, but there's no pressure on him to get on the field. They feel good about what they have in Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton played well doing, a, I would say, a, a solid sample size with the Dallas Cowboys, but 
Can he play well in Chicago? He will be reunited with his old offensive coordinator that he had at Cincinnati for a while, Bill Lazor, even though Matt Nagy is calling the plays. And so it should give him an opportunity to kind of hit the ground running in Chicago while Justin Fields is working on his game in the pra- on the practice field and in preseason games. Eventually, though, I would expect Justin Fields to get on the field, maybe around week eight, week nine. Whenever the Bears have the bye week, I think that's when we need to have our antennas up for Justin Fields maybe taking over. He's obviously a super talented player. He is someone who has next-level ability. When will Matt Nagy feel comfortable giving him the ball? I don't know. I think a lot of it depends on how Andy Dalton plays as a starter and what the Bears' record looks like at various points throughout the season. Yeah, their bye week is week 10. Um, Perfect. And that's that's coming off games against San Francisco. Or coming off games against, listen to this stretch. They play in October 17th. It's Green Bay at Tampa, San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Okay, so we may have a four game we may have a four game losing streak. That might be the perfect time to hand a baton. Then he comes out of the bye. He's got a home game against the Ravens with, with a good defense. Then it's Detroit, Arizona. So okay. I think that 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 makes some sense. I will say this though. You know guys are not gonna be playing a lot of starters in preseason games. They're gonna rely on these uh on these joint practices, which means Justin Fields is probably gonna start and play a ton in the preseason against a bunch of backups, and it's gonna look like it's gonna look like he's playing <laughs> against high school kids. And it's gonna put a lot of pressure on the Bears to run him out there. I'm just calling my shot on that one right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think he's gonna look great during the preseason. Um you know, it just depends. I would say this with Nagy. Um, I know he's going to lean on his experience when Patrick Mahomes had an opportunity to sit behind Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes did play that last game against the Denver Broncos, and that's the one that kind of – he showed and proved that he might be ready to take over the reins. I wonder when they're going to have that moment for Justin Fields, like when everyone in the building knows, okay, man, the young guy is ready to take it. Now, it can be impacted by that stretch that we talk about where it can be very, very challenging and difficult for this offense to score. Or it could be a situation where it's undeniable that the young quarterback will give them the best opportunity to fully open up the playbook and change the way they've always played offensive football in Chicago. No doubt. Uh, all right, New Orleans Saints, who, who do you think wins that one between Jameis and Taysom Hill? I think Jameis eventually wins it. I think Jameis gives them something that they didn't have under Drew Brees. And I love Drew Brees, and I respect all that he did. But this was a team that had to play small ball. They didn't have the ability to hit the ball out the park and couldn't push it down the field. Well, if Jameis can rein in some of the daredevil tactics that he had when he was in Tampa, push the ball down the field and really allow the Saints to expand uh, the way they attack the field. Now with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and some of the weapons that really kill it underneath, this is an offense that could go next level. I think Taysom Hill still has a role as that Swiss Army knife. I just think Jameis is a much better passer, and he allows Sean Payton to continue to do what they've done in terms of using Taysom Hill as a weapon while giving them the added uh, dimension of being able to throw the ball down the field and attack the deep part of the field. Yeah, I feel like if you start Jameis, you get both guys because you can still use Taysom Hill a bunch and roll him through there, maybe even increase his role even uh, over what he had you know, pairing up with Drew Brees. 
But if you start Taysom Hill, you just Taysom Hill. Like it's a it's a one man show. You don't really have. I mean, I can really throw Jameis in there. You know, as a changeup, I don't see that happening. So to me, it makes more sense in in the way they would probably like it to go would be Jameis, and then still being able to use and sprinkle in Taysom Hill back there for some of the stuff they want to do with him. Yeah, no, I, I think that does make sense because now you have two pitches if you have Jameis and Taysom Hill. If you just throw Taysom Hill out there, it's like facing the knuckler. The knuckler doesn't yeah. have as much um, good, good impact comp. or effectiveness comp. if you have a rotation full of knucklers. It's different, though, when it's, when it's different and you see it and you, you're not used to dealing with that kind of guy. I think that's what Taysom Hill is because I think the more you see Taysom Hill, the less effective he is as defenses begin to really understand what he can and what he can't do. No doubt. And then uh, last one, 49ers got the rookie there in Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. What's your uh, what's your take on that one? Hey, this is Jimmy Garoppolo's job as long as he's healthy. Um, we could talk about all the things that Trey Lance will bring to the table. But Jimmy Garoppolo is 22 and eight as a starter during the regular season when he's available. His biggest issue has been the lack of availability when he is not available. This is a team that has really struggled. So to me, Trey Lance was insurance against Jimmy Garoppolo getting hurt. But if he plays, look, man, it's been proven he can get them to the Super Bowl and put them in a position to win it. It's just a matter of him being available. I think if he's available for most of the 2021 season, I think he is the starter. But I think if he leaves the door cracked and Trey Lance busts through it, then I think the fun begins because I think Kyle Shanahan can't wait to kind of play with his new toy. Yeah, I I agree with that. I feel like the first two with the Bears and the Saints, that they, they have to make a decision. I feel like the 49ers, the decision is going to be made for them, and that's whenever Jimmy gets hurt, you know, which is basically happen every year. So you just kind of you just kind of sit, and when is that going to happen, you know? And then once that happens, off you go. So you don't have to. If you're Kyle Shanahan, I don't think you have to have any sleepless nights here. This is going to get made for you. No, I think it's going to be made for you, but I think what it's going to be hard for them to resist because you've already heard John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan talk about how Kyle was so excited about kind of drawing up new plays and what they can do. To me, Trey Lance gives Kyle Shanahan the best of both worlds. He gives them the opportunity to play it the way they've always wanted to play it under center, while also adding in some of the stuff that they did with RG3 that made that offense, man, a nightmare to deal with when RG3 was rolling his rookie season. It could be a problem. It can make a dangerous run game scarier because now you have to also defend the quarterback. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see once Trey Lance gets out on the field. Once he gets on the field, he ain't coming off, I can tell you that much. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be fun. Hopefully for Jimmy Garoppolo's sake, that takes a minute. Uh, but anyways, man, this is a fun, fun show today, Buck. Anything you want to add before we jump out of here? No, nah, DJ, it's, it's funny because we're getting at the all-star break in baseball, and I'm keeping up. I'm, I'm back in. Like now is when I begin to play base uh, to check in. I went and saw the Dodgers. Yeah. I saw the Dodgers play the Giants uh, a week ago there uh the dodgers it was part of like their eight game winning streak and i'm just saying i'm beginning to see the pieces of the puzzle come together like i think they've kind of shaken oh, off got- the boredom i think they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of getting off of it but man the giants are so good i don't understand the giants i don't that, understand that's, that's not gonna last i don't understand they're all old they're all old they're breaking down they're all playing over their heads that's not gonna last they've played know. an easier schedule they got to play better teams they got new the uniforms half. though they got new uniforms i did like the uniforms they i did like the uniforms new, new uniforms and all that I, so i'm trying to figure them out i'm looking at milwaukee milwaukee is in the mix the new york mets are at the top of the division their division yeah I go, the Houston Astros are out there balling, Chicago White Sox, and 
who knows, man, the Boston Red Sox. Like I am just wow. baseball. We're is going so crazy we're, to me. We're going to get in. I would like to try and win the division so not to play a one game wild card, but that's okay. We'll go one game wild card. We can throw you Darvish out there. It'll probably be the Dodgers winning the division. It'll be the Padres and the Giants in the one game playoff. We'll win that, and it'll be the Dodgers' worst nightmare. They got to deal with the one team that's not scared of them. I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, it might be one of those. Did you see the catch that Tatis made last night? By the way, I mean, he's just so awesome, man. He is so, (laughs) like, he is so crazy. Like, it's funny because my son, who's a baseball player, was was sitting here talking about the game is changing and how exciting Mm -hmm. it is. Like the new crew or whatever. He said it's not only felt in the majors, but he was just talking about college baseball because we sat and watched all the college World Series stuff. Bat flips. DJ, I'm gonna say this. There's a new level of athleticism that's entering the college game. Like you're seeing different athletes. You're seeing a different style. You're seeing more of the, what I would call it, like connect the dots baseball. People are getting on, stealing bases and doing that stuff. I think it's a more exciting brand of baseball to watch. I'm not going to lie. I went to the Dodger game and I got a little bored because it's like get on base and wait for somebody to hit a big bopper. To me, that is that is hard to watch on TV. It's hard to watch in person all the time. I would like to see a little more running, a little more excitement. So I do get that sometimes when I check out your Padres and all the other stuff. I just need them to stay in their little place, though. I need them to stay. Yeah, we just got to beat the bad teams, man. That's our problem. That's it, man. Uh, Y'all gear. The focus has been on the Dodgers too long. Laser focus. (laughs) Um, All right. All right, let's get out of here, man. It's good to catch up with you. Good to see your face, man. We'll be, uh, we'll be back with another episode here in a couple days. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging with us. Remember, as always, you can find all the video content, nfl.com slash mtsvideo, youtube.com slash NFL podcast. You can download the Movie 6 podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys for hanging with us, and we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.